Good morning, good evening, wherever you may be, and welcome to the Super Travel Experience Podcast. I'm your host, Mark, and this is, I want to say, episode nine. So we're uh, through the hump. The hump is episode seven. They say if you get through episode seven, you're doing pretty good. All right, and uh, today's podcast is going to be mainly focused on Malaysia, specifically Kuala Lumpur. Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia, that's the main focus of the podcast. Had a little bit of uh, travel info, a little bit of uh, motivation, and uh, yeah, so let's get right into it. Let's start off with a travel quote. All right, let me flip this page, check my notes. All right, travel quote. Travel quote. Here's one. I didn't know that the world could be so mind-blowing beautiful. And how true that is. How true that is. You travel and you just see, I mean, something as little as a butterfly is amazingly beautiful. Uh, A flower. I mean, these little things are what make traveling so wonderful. I mean... It could be anything, uh, a millipede, uh, well, maybe not a millipede. I saw a millipede uh, recently or a frog or something beautiful, you know, like mainly, mainly like butterfly or a flower or uh, the people, the people, all, just all sorts of things, things you can't get by reading from a book. You have to be there and experience it. it for some reason, it seems like it's a hundred times better to experience it firsthand rather than reading it from a book don't get me wrong reading it it's cool it's 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 good but it won't give that same like life-changing experience another quote i thought was really cool this one's by ray bradbury i don't know who did the last quote but uh uh, this one's by Ray, ray bradbury it says stuff your eyes with wonder live as if you drop dead in 10 seconds see the world it's more fantastic than any dream made or paid for in factories. So that's a, a great quote by Ray Bradbury. And uh, live as if you d- drop dead in 10 seconds. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's powerful. And uh, one of the things I, I think about is, uh, you know, live as if I would die tomorrow. So I guess it's kind of similar. And, and uh, he also says, see the world. It's more fantastic than any dream made or paid for in factories, and it really, uh, really is true. I mean, flying, just flying over different countries and parts of the world, I'm just mesmerized, mesmerized. It's so beautiful, so wondrous, so amazing that I just love it. I get on a plane, I get excited. It's just, uh, it's, it's beautiful. So stuff your eyes with wonder, and uh, yeah. All right, that's the the travel travel quotes. So. Uh, Travel quotes, and then uh, let's get right to Kuala Lumpur. Kuala Lumpur is a interesting place. So I went from Chennai, India, to Kuala Lumpur, which is southeast, about four hours by air, and it was a relatively uh, decent flight. I mean, I got in about what again about six twenty p.m. to Kuala Lumpur the night before. I was going to do a a ten k race the next day, which started at five forty a.m. I was pushing it a little bit, but eh, it's okay. I, I end up being okay. So I uh, I got a taxi to the hotel from the airport, 
don't remember the exact price, but it wasn't, wasn't too much. And uh, stayed at the MOV Hotel, which was really good. It was about 50, 50 55 bucks, and it's uh, right in the heart of Kuala Lumpur. It's, I think hotels are a little more pricey compared to like India or, or other places. So so I got a pretty good ho- uh, uh, rate for that hotel, and it, it had a nice gym, which I was happy about because I got to use the bike, and uh, there's a good view from the top. I want to say it's about... 13 floors, give or take, but there was a really good view of the city. You could see the Petronas Towers in the distance, and yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Great hotel, great hotel, and uh, so I got there, got to the hotel, and uh, actually did a, a short bike workout, did a short bike workout when I got there. I finally, uh, also, uh, oh, before I did the bike workout, I went and walked around at this, uh, I think it was called Alor Street which is like all these food places. It was really crowded all the, and it was really cool. They had all the, all the different foods and like, it, it was really, uh, I had, I had this, uh, this, uh, coconut bao. So it's like this bun with coconut in it and a vegetable bao, but I really like preferred the coconut bao and they have just everything, all, all sorts of cool stuff. I mean, Kuala Lumpur is uh, a really diverse city with, with Tamil, Tamil, Chinese, Malay, and indigenous inhabitants. And so that's a, it's a really cool aspect about it. And one thing I really liked is I wasn't stared at all the time. Like in India, oh, everywhere I go, I get stared at or, or asked to buy something or, or just everything. But in Kuala Lumpur, I got to relax a little bit. And also it's a big city. And it's with tons of buildings. It has a lot of cool-looking buildings, too. That's what struck me when I first got into Kuala Lumpur was how cool the architecture was and the buildings. And So that was really cool. It's, it's, it's way different than India, way different. India India's not not as built up as, as uh, Kuala Lumpur. It's, it's, it's just it's different. And uh, I, f- I felt it felt better, felt cleaner. Like Not to say India's dirty, but... Uh, it kind of is, not in a bad way, it's just how it is, I mean, but Kuala Lumpur is like a big city, it's cleaner, kind of reminded me of, of Japan a little bit, but all right, so I, I went down Alor Street, got some food, and then uh, got some like coconut water and some really cool stuff, uh, the bows, and uh, went to the, the grocery store and got some water. And some snacks, and I uh, went back to the hotel. Did a, a quick little thirty-minute bike workout, and didn't run. I think I ran. I ran that morning, so I didn't need to running it. And then uh, tried to go to sleep uh, as early as I could, and uh, get up at four thirty, uh, give or take. And uh, the race is at five forty, which which is nice because uh, the hotel location was just a short walk from the race. It's called. It was called the Score. The score marathon or the score, I did the 10K, the score 10K run the day, run the day. They have a run the night and they have all sorts of score races. So that was uh, the name of the race. And then went down, got my bib and uh, did a little warm up, got into the corral and uh, waited for the start. And at about 5.43 is a couple minutes late, but, but that's all right. It was good. Uh, There's a, a good amount of people. I, I, don't, I don't know exactly. Maybe over a thousand, I want to say. And so I uh, I started that race, 543, give or take. And uh, 
I was with a pack of five right from the get-go. Actually, I was in the lead with another guy at the beginning, but but then a uh, couple guys, you know, passed us, and there was, I was in, like, fifth, and then ended up being in fourth uh, for most of the race. I was good for the first half, 5K uh, of the 10K race, about 3.1 miles. Ran about 5.30s pace, which is good for me. And uh, then after that, I really died. I uh, I got, it was really hot. It was around 80 degrees and uh, really humid. And I think I didn't eat enough either. I was uh, just finished doing this intermittent, intermittent fasting to to drop uh, some some weight for, uh, for sports, for cycling and running. And uh, I didn't quite eat enough so I think that's part of why I uh, faded the second half that and overheated not used to the heat so about four miles and I was really feeling it it's like the last two miles really hurt of the 10k and it's like the last one-third of, of any race almost like the last mile of a 5k race and the last four miles of a half marathon but I finished that thank goodness I mean I, I ended up not going a hundred percent because like you look around when you're in a race and if there's no one close in front of you no one close behind you you're like eh I can just kind of cruise and so that's that's what I did I cruised in to finish and but I'm not gonna lie I was overheated I was putting cold water on my face and head and yeah it was that was the the hard part about it I'm just not used to that heat and humidity Uh, even though it started at 5 40 something a.m in the morning it was still no wonder I'm glad I didn't start at like 8 a.m it would have been even worse but uh so that was done I got fourth place overall which is cool because I want to say top eight get get these little trophies so I was I was happy about that I I wish I would have got third I mean the guy wasn't far in front of me like I want to say 15 seconds maybe in front of me so I guess if I could if I pushed I could have caught him but but it wasn't uh it wasn't a big deal uh so it was nice uh uh, checked to, to see what time the awards were and jogged back to the hotel, did a little uh, bike workout in and then jogged back to the awards. I want to say it's like a half mile from the hotel to uh, to the start finish area. And start finish area was the same place, which was nice too. And so I went back, got the awards and I was, I was pretty pumped. You got a, a nice little, uh, nice little trophy. So I was, I was happy about that. It was, it was really cool. Uh, I like uh, the awards. They announce your name. You walk up. You feel like a champion. And uh, yeah, it's, it's cool. So that was done. And then uh, then my stomach was hurting pretty much the whole day that I was in uh, Kuala Lumpur. And I, have, I, I left that night to go to uh, Kathmandu, Nepal. But during that whole day, my stomach was just nuts because I had, I had coffee. And uh, it just running too hard with the coffee it just messes up your stomach every once in a while and uh it messes up my stomach every once in a while and i was just i was just had a what do you call it? cramps stomach cramps and go in the bathroom a lot and <laughs> i know too much info right and uh yeah i just it was it was hurt and i was <sighs> all right and then after uh did the race uh what did i do oh yeah i went back to the hotel change clean up cleaned up uh laid down for a few minutes to uh let my stomach uh rest a little bit and then uh and then went to Batu Caves. Went to Batu Caves was the first thing and that's a really cool place. It's a old Hindu temple just outside of Kuala Lumpur about 
about 10 miles or 15k it's a short uh, taxi or bus or train whatever you decide to take I, I, I take grab which is like uber in uh, Asia parts of Asia I don't know if all of Asia has grab but grab worked really well and so I took a grab to uh, Batu Caves old uh, Hindu temple just outside the city and, and Batu Caves is really cool I, uh, I actually like it it's uh there's a monkeys there. Oh, uh, it's a Tamil shrine. Ta- Sorry if I I get, I get the pronunciations incorrect, but it's uh, yeah, I'm 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 not really savvy on, on some of these words, so I'll do my best. It's a Tam Tamil T A M I L shrine dedicated to Lord Murugan, the Hindu god of war. So there's a big golden colored statue of Murugan, and then there's these big stairs that go up to the cave. And then to the left of that, if you're looking at it, so there's to the right is the the big golden statue. In the middle is the big stairs that go to the caves, and to the left is the is the temple, the Hindu temple. So you go up; it's free. So you go up inside. There's there's no entry fee. So you go up the stairs to get into the caves. And what's cool is there's all these monkeys. There's all these monkeys to the right and left of the stairs, and that was I don't know the the animals on on in different countries and these trips are really uh one of the highlights at least for me i love seeing the cool animals like the elephants the monkeys the camels the the rhinos everything is just i love the animals i'm a big animal uh buff so the monkeys were really cool and cute and just uh playful and funny and they would uh people would feed them apparently you're not supposed to but no one no one really is checking on that and uh they weren't really strict with the dress code, so I wore shorts. And uh, yeah, the monkeys were uh, were taking the bananas, running, and uh, it's funny. Monkeys are, are really funny animals. They're uh, they're characters. <laughs> they really are. They're funny. And uh, so I went up into uh, the temple. You go through a big uh, big entrance to the cave, and you walk in. You go down some stairs, and there's another temple. Uh, to the left, a Hindu temple, and you walk further, and then you go up some more stairs to another temple, and that and then that ends, which is cool, because uh, that inside part, I actually seen this in a dream years ago. It was really specific in a dream. I remember that the stairway uh, in the middle part of of the cave, and yeah, that was really cool to see that. I don't know why I saw it in a dream. Something you know, sometimes you see things in dreams, and, and you end up visiting them in real life, and that was one of those, and yeah, that was a really cool thing. It did uh, place, and the the cave didn't go far in, you know. So I was I was kind of surprised that it didn't go as far as I thought it would. It just went in a little bit, and then it dead end, and then you come back. So uh, saw that, came back out, and walked down the stairs, taking a bunch of pictures, selfies, all videos, all sorts of stuff, especially of the monkeys, <laughs> and uh, walked back down. Got a couple magnet souvenirs, had a cold drink, too, because it's it's really really hot. Kuala Lumpur uh, was one of the hottest places I I was at. It was really hot, and uh, yeah, part of it was I wasn't feeling great too from the race and the coffee and and just uh, yeah, exerting myself close to my limit. So so after the cave, got a grab back to. Back to uh, downtown, back to the hotel, packed up 
uh, packed up my bags and left, checked them in because I was going to uh, go walk around the city for a few hours and, you know, check out times around noon. So wouldn't be back till around two. That way uh, I wouldn't be late checking out. Uh, some hotels, they charge uh, extra fee or if you don't turn in a key as well, they, they'll charge extra fees. So be careful about that. I know in the U.S., I uh, frequently don't turn any keys. I just leave them in the room, and I don't even check out. Actually, I just I just leave. But in other countries, it's uh, better to check out, turn in the keys, and make sure there's no extra price uh, or fee that that's added on to your bill because sometimes they get pretty sneaky, especially with low cost hotels. You gotta double check everything. I mean, I I rented a car in uh, Puerto Rico and. Uh, there was an extra fee. It said unlimited miles, and then I ended up turning the car in, and then uh, they charged me for uh, miles driven. I'm like, what? And I, I'm still fighting that right now. It's like an extra 50 bucks around. Yeah, I, I still got to take care of that. That was from like a couple months ago. But yeah, just just be careful. Watch everything. So after that, walked around a little more, got a little uh, coconut water drink. and uh, Actually, there was a Starbucks too, which is nice. So got a cold drink at Starbucks. I think got a matcha, matcha green tea, and uh, checked out the Patronus Towers. So that was that was pretty interesting. Uh, apparently the Patronus Towers is. Let me check my notes. It's uh, it's kind of Islamic. It's the it used to be the world's tallest at eighty eight stories. Uh, it's a modern Islamic design. And it has this uh, bridge in the middle. It's a really cool uh, building. I, I'm not really big on modern buildings. I like the more old and ancient stuff. But this was a really cool, unique building. And I didn't know until recently that it was a modern Islamic uh, design. So it was, it was really cool. So I got a picture of that. I actually bought this little thing. Uh, you put A little lens you put on your uh, phone. And it uh, helps you uh, take a picture of buildings that are too big to get in your normal camera it kind of bends the sides a little bit of the of the picture and it helps get the building and, and I actually paid like 20 bucks I, I think I paid, overpaid a little bit but I thought it was really cool and I'll use it you know in other places and uh, for other pictures and so I, I, I bought that there and uh took took a bunch of pictures the I like the picture with the the jumping one's pretty cool and then the one with the double hands out looking up almost like uh yeah I, I like that that picture and then uh walked around some more after that and uh that was really it for the most part I mostly took it easy and uh there's there's so much to see in Kuala Lumpur I, I didn't even see half of it I mean the race was the main priority priority I was there and I, the other main thing I wanted to see was the Batu Caves which which interests me but the uh, Kuala Lumpur's got all sorts of cool stuff I mean you could take the hop on hop off bus and and see tons of stuff for like a couple of days there's a, a Jamek mosque there's a Buddhist temple you, you could uh go to the central market you could see the KL tower you could do like all sorts of stuff there's uh the Golden Triangle which is this area where there's a that encompasses all sorts of major sites. Uh, there's the Manara, Manara of Kuala Lumpur communication tower on top of a hill, 515 meters above sea level. The a cool place is the aquarium. The Aquaria KLCC has like over 5,000 exhibits. There's a cool clear tunnel you could walk under and then see the fish above you and around you, which is really cool. I think it, 
I think I've seen that on TV somewhere. And they have shark caves and or shark, shark cage dives. There's a KLCC Park, which is a 50-acre park, a great playground for kids, a pool, cool fountains. You could probably go jogging there too. I didn't, but I think next time I'll, I'll visit more of Kuala Lumpur. It's definitely a, a place I'd like to come back to and check out more of. Uh, another cool part about Kuala Lumpur is its strategic location to uh, Thailand and Singapore. It's kind of in the middle. I think uh, I talked to the taxi cab uh, driver, the grab driver. He said, um, I want to say he said Thailand's like five hours north and, uh, and Singapore was like five hours southeast. So I'll, I think you could drive or uh, you could definitely take public trans transportation to uh, those areas. So it's a really, really good spot for a strategic location for uh, for tourism and and sightseeing so that's my uh Kuala Lumpur uh uh summary and and uh yeah it was a really cool place I mean they have a zoo also also they have a zoo Chinatown I mean you could you could spend uh probably spend a good week there five days and check out a lot of stuff you know uh definitely uh want to come back I really liked it and uh it's uh yeah, so I highly recommend KL for short or Kuala Lumpur, the capital of Malaysia. The capital of Malaysia. Uh, I want to say I read it's 94 square miles and 1.73 million people as of 2016. As of 2016. And that's it for that. The next podcast is going to be on Nepal. That's going to be all about Nepal. So stay tuned for that. And also coming up, we're going to have an interview with Endira, a good friend Endira that I've known for about 12 years. Did a a short interview. I want to say it's about 20 minutes, give or take, but some really important issues that are facing Nepal. And she's right in the middle of them, fighting the good fight for that. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm kind of, I'm I'm really proud of that interview and, and I'm glad we did it. Uh, with the short time that we did have so that's it for that and uh do i got any motivational stuff for you let's see um yes okay what do i got so one thing i am really really strict on with myself is discipline self-discipline and one thing uh i learned uh i don't know a few years back that uh, retired navy seal jocko willink he said discipline equals freedom i had no idea what that meant it was mysterious. I was like, huh, that's interesting. But you know, the more I think about it, the more it makes sense. Because discipline creates the daily habits that ensures your desired outcome. And the daily habits are, are very, very important that that help with success, that help with, with uh, everything. I mean, so like the discipline, you need the discipline for financial freedom. You need discipline not to waste money and to save money. You need discipline for health freedom, for better health, to get up every morning and work out. So you need the discipline not to overeat. You need the discipline to um, eat healthy. You need the discipline to, like I said, work out every day. I mean, so, so discipline equals freedom. And I was thinking too, there's emotional discipline, physical discipline, mental discipline. So there's like three aspects of discipline and uh, I, I was uh, listening to a podcast and I said, people are strong in one, generally okay in the other, and generally weak in one. And It's, it's very interesting. I, I would say work on the one that you're weakest uh, on and, and go from there. And that, that would 
help like every aspect of your life. So if, I, I think if I would think about it, I would think at least for me, emotional discipline would be a, a weak spot for a lot of people. But I don't know too, because I, I'm a little different, like the physical and the mental discipline I'm really strong with because like I get up every day and I, I have this habit of working out, working out every single day, usually twice a day. I usually run in the morning and ride the bike at night. So I have this physical discipline, but it also takes mental discipline to make yourself do it, to no excuses. I have this, this uh, thing, the, the words in my head, just no excuses, do it no matter what. And even if I don't feel good, I just get up, go through the motions. And usually, even if I don't feel like it, once I start, I get going and I'm fine. But on the very rare occasions I really don't feel good, I'll get up and I'll start and I'll I'll just just take it really easy. I'll walk instead of run and just ride the bike really slow instead of, you know, faster and but at least going through the motions helps create that habit. But that habit is only built by the foundation which is discipline. Discipline is the foundation for all habits and all good things. You need discipline and discipline equals freedom. That's just epic. I, I Unbelievable. That concept is, is huge. That concept is huge. I mean, once you have the discipline, I mean, you're not, you're not controlled by, by, by anything. Like you have the freedom of yeah, you're, you're not addicted to drugs. You don't need to smoke cigarettes. You don't need to eat if you don't want to. You have the discipline to say no. You have the, it's it's really good. I I, I strongly encourage everyone to uh, develop those skills and it's really liberating not, not to have, uh, not to have any, anything, uh, you know, uh, it's really liberating to have discipline is what I mean. All right, so also uh, one thing I found uh, that I read was the discipline to do the thing that that really challenges you every single day of your life will create the unreasonable daily habits in your life that will deliver the freedom we all seek. So I thought that was really cool too. So you wanna you wanna have discipline every day and you wanna be challenged every day because uh, laziness becomes a habit but also discipline and good habits become a habit as well. So you want to create good habits every single day. And it starts with waking up early every single day, making your bed. That, that's it's so simple. You just make your bed, boom, that's a win for the day. And you wake up early, do a few push-ups, exercise. You know, that's just definitely start your day off with, with exercise is, is hugely important because that pays dividends throughout the whole day. Once you start your day off with exercise and getting up early, your whole day is, is set on this good good path. And uh, you want that. So that's your uh, positive uh, inspirational, motivational uh, quote or uh, you know concept for the day is discipline equals freedom. I'll, uh, I'll come back to discipline equals freedom all the time because I love that concept so much. And uh, yeah, that's it, guys. Thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. And uh, welcome to the Super Travel Experience Podcast and uh, stay tuned for more episodes. I really enjoy this and uh, thanks for listening, guys. Have a great day. Have a wonderful day and uh, be the best you can and do your best and uh, take care, guys.